Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. And it's been a while, but I'm back. <laughs> um, had a lot going on. Um, my son turned four and we took him to Disneyland. Went for two days. Uh, went to both Disneyland and California Adventure. And keep in mind, it's only like a two-hour drive for me. So <laughs> we kind of just made a little trip out of it, even though it wasn't, it's, you know, you could literally do this trip in a day. Um, it was fun. It wasn't too crowded. The weather was perfect. It wasn't hot. wasn't cold. It was perfect. Um, my son had a blast and he got to meet Mickey Mouse, his hero, and it was a nice little family trip and very, very expensive, but he's worth it. But, uh, anyways, I can't believe I have a four-year-old now, but it is what it is. <laughs> so today I'm going to be doing, uh, The Simpsons. This is my favorite Simpsons episode. I have, well, it's my second favorite. I have two favorites. Cape Fear, which I've already done, and this one, Simpson Califragilistic XBL Annoyed Grunt Shiss. <laughs> so, I don't know how I'm going to word this on my, um, on iTunes, but, uh, it's from season eight, and, uh, it's episode 13, original air date February 7th, 1997. Um, I love this episode, I can't wait to get into this one. <laughs> it's uh it's such a great parody of such a great movie but before I do that let's go ahead and um talk about the songs from February 1997 I was a senior in high school so I definitely remember the songs so the first one well this song played everywhere Unbreak My Heart Tony Braxton Number two, Wannabe Spice Girls. Number three, Don't Let Go, En Vogue. I think I remember that one. Number four, oh God, I Believe I Can Fly, R. Kelly from Space Jam. Number five, Can't Hold, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, uh, Puff Daddy featuring Mace. Number six, I Believe in You and Me, oh, from The Prince of Egypt, that was a great movie, uh, Whitney Houston. Number seven, Nobody, Keith Sweat, featuring Athena Cage. Maybe know that one. Number eight, Foolish Games, Jewel. Number nine, Every Time I Close My Eyes, Babyface. <laughs> the only thing I know about Babyface is he was on 90210. <laughs> Number 10, No Diggity, Blackstreet. Man, that that song is still popular. Um, the movies are killer for February. So a lot of these are kind of um, carried over from Christmas of, of 1996, which I was like literally going to the movies like every weekend. Um, so the first one, Star Wars uh, Episode uh, 4, <laughs> A New Hope. And uh, do you guys remember when they released all the Star Wars movies again with like special, special, special effects? I definitely went and saw that one. Uh, that came out January 31st, but it was number one. Uh, number two, Dante's Peak. <laughs> I remember seeing that with my friend Anna at the theater. Anna, if you're listening, oh my god, that movie was terrible. Number three, Absolute Power. Never saw that one. Number four, Star Wars, 
episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. That came out February 21st. Huh, they came out like one month apart. Number five, Vegas Vacation. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I remember it being pretty funny. Number six, Jerry Maguire. Love that movie. It's from December, though. So technically not from February, but whatever. Number seven, Fools Rush In. That's a cute movie, too. With Selma Hayek and uh, Matthew Perry. That's a really cute movie. Um, Scream. The original Scream came out December 20th, 1996, but it was still popular in February. Uh, the English Patient, November 15th. Um, and Evita. Oh, great movie. Evita. That came out on Christmas of 1996. Okay. Um, so, this episode has so many references. Uh, so many. Like, I have a list of them all here, but there are a lot of references. And I'm going to try to hit every single one of them. Um... Hopefully, like, as I go through the episode, I can do that. I don't like to do it at the beginning or the end because it's like, oh, I didn't talk about that part. Um, there's a lot of goofs, there's a lot of cultural references, and there's a lot of trivia. Let me see if there's anything I can talk about before I start here. Okay. So, this is interesting. I did not know this. No, so, this whole episode is about Mary Poppins. It's a, it's a parody of Mary Poppins. And it says, Julie Andrews was the planned choice for Sherry Bobbins, but the staff went with Maggie Roswell instead after hearing her performance. That would have been cool if Julie Andrews was in it, though. That would have been really cool. Um, there's also a song. It's actually on the Go Simpsonic album, uh, the Simpsons songs, called uh, We Love to Smoke. Uh, it's a parody of We Love to Laugh, or I Love to Laugh. Um, but it was cut for time. Um, let's see. No, I guess that's it for now. So let's go ahead and get started. This episode is a solid 10 for me. This episode is so great. It really is. I hope you like it as much as I do. Before I get into the episode, I just want to talk about how amazing season eight is. I mean, most likely I'll be doing a lot more episodes from season eight. Uh, it has one of my favorite uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes where Bart has an evil twin. Then the one where they move to, um, what the heck is the town called they move to? Homer moves somewhere for work, he gets a job transfer. It's a funny one. With Hank Scorpio. I can't remember the name of the town. Uh, then the one with Rodney Dangerfield where he is Burns's um, illegitimate son. Um, I'm looking through here. Bart After Dark, the one with the, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh my gosh. Not a brothel, but like a, I can't remember the name of it right now. <laughs> this is what, I, what happens when I do podcasts at 8 o'clock at night. Um, but it's the one that has, um, we put the spring in Springfield. Oh my gosh, A Millhouse Divided. Great episode. That's where Millhouse's parents get divorced. Amazing episode. Hurricane Nettie, where the hurricane uh, destroys his house and Ned goes crazy. The Mysterious Voyage of Homer, the one with Johnny Cash as the coyote. Uh, and Homer takes, uh, insanity. he has an insanity chili pepper and hallucinates. Hilarious. Then we have the Springfield Files, the one that has um, Mulder and Scully. 
and uh, Homer. It's a it's a great parody of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, another one of my favorite movies, because um, Homer is like the only one that sees it, and it's just it's really funny. Then the pretzel episode where Marge goes into the pretzel making business. Um, God, there are some great episodes in this one. Homer's phobia, where uh, Homer has a gay friend and he's like he doesn't want Bart to turn gay. Oh my gosh, this one too. My sister, my sitter, uh, where Bart, uh, where Lisa babysits Bart and Bart gets hurt. <laughs> and then of course, Homer versus the 18th Amendment, where, uh, where there's a, um, oh God, why can't I think tonight? Pro Prohibition. So Homer starts making, uh, booze in his basement. Grade School Confidential, where, uh, where Skinner and uh, Mrs. Corbopple hook up. The Kane Mutiny, where, <laughs> where Bart gets a credit card under Santa's little helper's name. Hilarious. There are some good ones. I'm not a big fan of Homer's Enemy. I know everybody loves that one, but I'm not a huge fan of that episode. Um, and that's all the ones I could see. But these are some, these are some great great episodes i would definitely say season eight is one of my favorites uh season five is my all-time favorite but season eight is my, my second favorite for sure okay let's go ahead and get started sorry i just wanted to talk about about how great season eight is because and most likely i'll be doing a lot more from season eight in fact i can already think of like three that i want to do <laughs> all right ma could you get me some milk can't you get it yourself no that's okay i'll just go without liquid all right, all right, I'll get your milk. Thank you. Does anyone else want anything while I'm up? No. no. Marge, give me a beer. Uh, Mom? What? Um, there's a hair in my soup, but I'll just eat around it. What kind of hair? Well, it's blue, six feet long. Ew! It's my hair. <gasps> Excuse me. Your mother seems really upset about something. I better go have a talk with her during the commercial. So a lot of moms have been through this before. <laughs> you try to sit down to have dinner. Mom, can I have this? My Preston is always like, drink, drink, mommy, drink. And I haven't even sat down to have a bite yet. Very, very, very relatable. So, um, yeah, you know, Marge is always like, the one that holds that she's the glue that holds that family together for sure. Uh, and before uh, before that clip, I had uh, Krusty is try, he's doing he's doing some kind of you know compilation special, and the letters spell out KKK, and he goes, "Uh oh, that's not good." And then you know because this is 1997, he's parroting uh, NYPD shoe and. Mad About Shoe. Remember those shows? <laughs> and then he has Gerald Ford come on. Gerald Ford has been on the show before. Remember the George Bush episode? He became... So George Bush moved away, and then Gerald Ford moved in. <laughs> hey, Homer, do you like football? Do you like nachos? Oh, boy. Uh, that's a good one, too. So, yeah, so Marge is losing her hair because of... Um, stress i mean she's under a ton of stress um you also lose your hair when you have ba a baby just wanted to point that out 
uh, I lost a lot of hair when I had uh, when I had my my son a lot of hair okay so um, let's continue so then Homer and Marge are in bed that night and he's getting kind of frisky with her and he tries to touch her hair and a whole clump of blue hair comes out and then there's a montage of Marge losing her hair in the shower losing her hair at church uh, all kinds of different scenarios so obviously it's not getting better it's getting worse <laughs> so Marge's got to do something about this <laughs> then Marge goes to Dr. Hibbert and he says, hmm, there's no physical reason you're losing your hair. And then Marge gets a call on the doctor's phone from both Bart and Lisa on two separate lines asking for a glass of milk. And Hibbert's like, I think this might be stress. And then the next scene, Marge walks in the living room and, you know, they're all sitting on the couch, you know, just staring at the TV. And Maggie's running around. With no diaper on, just a t-shirt, no diaper, just running. I love Maggie. She is absolutely my favorite. I was just with Dr. Hibbert. He said I was under a lot of stress and should get some help. Marge, whatever it takes to make you well, we'll do it. Well, I was thinking we could hire a nanny to help me out. A nanny? But how am I supposed to pay for that? We'll find a way. Mom has made so many sacrifices for us, it's time we gave up something for her. I'll stop buying Malibu Stacy clothing. And I'll take up smoking and give that up. Good for you, son. Giving up smoking is one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do. Have a dollar. But he didn't do anything. Didn't he, Lisa? Didn't he? Hey, wait a minute. He didn't! <clears throat> Homie, please. I never ask for much, but this is something I really need. All right, Marge. I'll get you your nanny. And to pay for it... I'll give up the Civil War Recreation Society I love so much. Well, Homer's out. We gotta find the new General Ambrose Burnside. And I'm not too crazy about our Stonewall Jackson. The South shall come again. <laughs> so much to unpack in that scene. So, the whole thing, Bart smoking, hilarious line. I remember the first time I saw this episode, I died. It's also on the, uh, the album... What's it called? Songs in the Key of Springfield. It's a great album. If you guys are Simpson fans and you like the music from old Simpsons episodes, that's the best album. So that's on there, and I just remember just always laughing at that line. Um, so Lisa's going to give up Malibu Stacy. Bart's going to take up smoking and then give that up. There's another episode where they have to sacrifice things. I think it's the one I did. I think it's the Maggie Makes Three, where Homer quits his job to be a bowling, bowling monkey. What do they call it? A bowling monkey? Pin monkey? I can't remember, guys. But um, I think that's the episode. And Bart gets mad because, <laughs> because they have to change their bread and toilet paper. They have to get the, the non-two-ply. Non uh, that kind of reminded me of that scene. But anyways, um, so they need a nanny. And the, the thing about this is, because I'm such a Disney nerd, and I love the movie Mary Poppins. So in Mary Poppins, it's not exactly like this situation. It's, uh, they already had a nanny, and they just pretty much just kept running the nannies off because the kids were so bad. And 
in Mary Poppins, the whole reason that they that um, Mary Poppins comes is to and and you know I really didn't catch this until I was much older because little kids aren't going to catch this at all. You have to be a, a parent, you know, to catch this or close to being a parent. And uh, basically, Mary Poppins comes to to save the family because the father's not paying attention to his kids, and. Uh, you know, they're just trying to get his attention. They're trying to be bad and trying to get his attention. And it's like, you know, and she has to come in there and intervene a little bit. So that's what that movie's about. Uh, so in this one, it's a little, a little different storyline, but the rest of it is like really close to the movie Mary Poppins. So here we have the interviews for the nannies or, you know, the, not interviews, but just all the different nannies that come. And this always reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. And of course, there's a Mrs. Doubtfire joke in this next scene. So the first old lady comes up to the door. I'm Mrs. Pennyfeather. And then Homer thinks, of course, it's, I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. This woman's wearing a wig. And he tries to pull off the hair. My always reminds me of um, Austin Powers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he just... I know, I'm not talking about Austin Powers on this, but... Gosh, if you haven't seen Austin Powers, the first one is so freaking funny. He, like, punches this old lady because he thinks she's a man. Oh, God, it's hilarious. You're talking about my mother. Oh, my God. Okay, anyways, okay. Sorry. Ta I went off on a tangent there. But then the next one comes up. Hello, I'm Mrs. Pabbywinkle. And, of course, it sounds, it sounds just like Bart. It's the per same Nancy Cartwright who does Bart. By the way... I follow Nancy Cartwright on TikTok. She's really cool. I really like her stuff. Just wanted to point that out there. She has, she, I like when she goes. She goes out in public and she goes, "Hi, I'm Bar I'm Bart Simpson. I can't do his voice, but and she like totally like amazes people. Like she's like, "Oh my God, I grew up with you," you know. Um, and she's cute. She has like a little farm, like a little ranch. Re really, really cool person. Okay. Anyways, back to this. So then Jimbo, or no, oh, no, Kearney. Sorry, Jimbo is, Jimbo's the one with the beanie. Kearney, the, the kind of chunky guy with, with the bald head. He comes up and says, I'm here for the nanny job. I'll keep a watchful eye on your kids. And if anyone gets out of line, smack. And then he says, where do you keep the liquor? And Homer says, I keep a bottle of schnapps in the baby's crib. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Sorry, burping. Um, so then, you know, Marge is like, Homer, if you keep, like, I get, apparently Homer was trying pulling up wigs off everybody who came to the door. Uh, and Mrs. Doubtfire, let's talk about Mrs. Doubtfire for a second, okay? My husband thinks that's the stupidest movie ever. I think it's one of my favorite movies, like, one of my favorite comedies. It is hilarious. Uh, if you haven't seen it, like, pick it up today. It is, pick it up. Not, you can, like, go to a video store and pick it up, you know, just rent it. <laughs> Go rent it today. No, just try. Uh, I don't know where it's streaming right now, but I'm sure you guys have seen that movie though. It's it was huge, huge movie for a very long time. Um, I'm telling you guys, the '90s had the best movies. The '80s did too, but the '90s really had the best movies. I would say four out of my five favorite movies were from the '90s. Okay, so moving on. Um, Marge is upset because they're not going to be able to find a nanny because Homer keeps chasing them off, apparently. And uh, Bart and Lisa have their own suggestions for a nanny. And they write, wrote a song about it. 
And then um, once I play this for you, I'm going to play the Mary Poppins version, okay? So you can kind of hear what they're trying to go for. Maestro, if you please. <clears throat> if you wish to be our sitter, please be sweet and never bitter. Help us with math and book reports. Might I add, eat my shorts. Bart, just cutting through the treacle. If Maggie's fussy, don't avoid her. Let me get away with moiter. Teach us songs and magic tricks. Might I add, no fat chicks. Homer! The nanny we want is kindly and sage. And one who will work for minimum wage. Hurry, nanny, things are grim. I'll do it! for two adorable children. Adorable? Well, that's debatable, I must say. If you want this choice position, have a cheery disposition. Jane, I don't... Rosy cheeks, no warts. That's the part I put in. Play games, all sorts. You must be kind, you must be witty. Very sweet and fairly pretty. What if all the ridiculous... Take us on outings, give us treats. Sing songs, bring sweets. <laughs> so I only played a sample of that because I don't want to get sued by Disney. But basically it's the same, same tune. I mean, kind of. The ending's a little different, uh, but it's, it's the same idea. I thought it was really clever. And and of course in this one Homer's like you know like digging it, but in uh, Mary Poppins the dad's like, "Oh heck no. You're not going to get candy. You're not going to play games, you know. It's just going cuz he was so strict. He was a strict father." Uh So of course uh Bart um wants to get away with Moida, hilarious. Um trying to think of the other one. It's just some great lines. Oh, and one who will work for minimum wage. Hilarious. Gosh, minimum wage. Hey, why don't we find out what minimum wage was in 1997, shall we? Let's check it out. All right, so, like, we don't really know what state the Simpsons are in. I mean, they say Oregon, Kentucky. I mean, I'm going to say they're in Oregon because that's where Matt Granning's from. And a lot of the streets, I used to live in Portland, and a lot of the streets up there are named after uh, Simpsons characters. I mean, vice versa. Simpsons characters are named after the streets. But you have Flanders, Lovejoy. There's a ton, a ton of Disney names, or Disney, Simpsons names up there. Um, and of course, um, Springfield, Oregon. I've been there, very cool. It has a huge mural, I'll have to post a picture, a huge mural of the Simpsons. Um, and that's apparently where it's supposed to be, take place is Springfield, Oregon, which makes sense because you have the ocean, mountains, desert, everything's around there, which I, I'm just going to say they're in Oregon. So I looked up Oregon. <laughs> Oregon was five fifty per hour in 1997, minimum wage. Just want to point that out. What are we at to now? Like, well, California is 15. 
but um yeah crazy so um uh, then we see in the background mary or sherry sorry sherry bobbins flying down into springfield on her on her umbrella which is exactly from mary poppins and uh she flies over the power plant and then gets stuck on a, a, a telephone wire and then shows up at the door. And of course we have a, uh, a whole, a Disney joke here. Hello, I'm Sherry Bobbins. Did you say Mary Pop? No, I definitely did not. I'm an original creation like Ricky Rouse and Monald Muck. Now, as your nanny, I'll do everything from telling stories to changing diapers. Put me down for one of each. Do you see why I put that in there? Because it's true. Disney will sue you for anything. So she couldn't say Mary Poppins. Of course, you know, they're not going to say Mary Poppins, but Sherry Bobbins is close enough. She looks exactly like her. Uh, her dress, her everything. Her bag that she carries, everything. And um, now keep in mind, Mary Poppins, if you haven't seen it, it takes place in 1910. Okay? So everything's very different back then. So it's kind of like a more modern Mary Poppins. Uh, by the way... So speaking of Mary Poppins, if you haven't seen the new Mary Poppins Returns, that is a really good movie. I really dug that one. I like the music in that. It's a little different because it's it, it's not modernized. What it's about is it's about uh, the Banks children and their children, of course. And it's kind of the same deal where they need a nanny because Michael's wife died and he needs a nanny for his kids. And uh, they're about to lose the bank because, you know, Michael's in charge of the bank. Um, Fidelity Fiduciary Bank. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Uh, and uh, the coolest thing about that movie is Dick Van Dyke, the guy who plays Bert, the chimney sweep, he has a cameo in it. And man, that guy did a hitch kick. I was, and he's like 90 something years old. I'm like, damn, that was pretty cool to see. Um, is he still alive? Oh gosh, I hope I didn't just call his death out here. I think he's still alive though. Is he? Well, now I have to look that up. <laughs> Anyways, um, then we have the interview with Sherry Bobbins. All right, children, let's clean up this room. Oh man, do we have to? Now, now, I know a little secret that will make the job go twice as fast. If there's a task that must be done, don't turn your tail and run. Don't pout, don't sob, just do a half-assed job. If you cut every corner, it is really not so bad. Everybody does it, even mom and dad. If nobody sees it, then nobody gets mad. It's the American way. A policeman on the beat needs some time to rest his feet. Fighting crime is not my cup of tea. And the clerk who runs the store can charge a little more for meat. For meat. 
milk and milk from 1984. If you cut every corner, you'll have more time for play. They're basically just throwing stuff in a closet, in the drawers, under the bed. They're doing, they're cutting corners. If you cut every corner. So this is a parody of A Spoonful of Sugar, which I'm sure everybody has heard. I don't think I need to, like, show you that clip. But it's like, a, it's so close to the original song. It's crazy. But, uh... And then, of course, you know, she goes, she cuts over to uh, Chief Wiggum, who's sitting on a bench, saying fighting crime is not his cup of tea, as somebody's getting robbed behind him. Well, I think it's Hans Molman. And then Apu is the one who she's uh, duetting with right there. Oh, God. Hilarious. And then, of course, at the very end of that clip, oh, all the mess from the room, like, flies out. And of course, Maggie is, uh, <laughs> she's in the toy box. Because uh, I think Lisa accidentally picked her up and threw her in there. Uh, anyways, then they go to the park the next day, and this is straight out of Mary Poppins. Hi, Diddley Ho, Sherry Bobbins. Yo, Sherry Bobbins. I picked you some posies, Sherry Bobbins. Oh, thank you, Nelson. Aw, jeez. I'm a maniac, maniac, that's for sure. And I'm dancing like I've never danced before. take on uh willie who was supposed to be burnt the chimney sweep uh and of course right after that the w groundskeeper willie clip i played bert from mary poppins so you can kind of hear the i mean it's pretty much the same just different songs different time time era um then uh, after that we find out that um sherry bobbins and groundskeeper willie were engaged to be married but then she got her sight back and decided she didn't want to marry him because the ugliest man in Glasgow wasn't good enough for her anymore. Oh, Lordy. He's not that ugly. He's just... He's, just, he's not that ugly. I don't know. Mo's pretty ugly. I think Mo's the ugliest of the show, on the show. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I know. I'm talking about cartoons here. <laughs> so then they, they continue through the park and uh, there's a scene where... Principal Skinner has like a little bell and he has um, Jimbo next to him and he's saying boy for sale boy for sale and I knew exactly what that was from it's from Oliver 
which is another great movie. If you guys haven't seen Oliver, oh my gosh. That movie took a very dark turn. <laughs> a very dark turn at the end. Um, anyways, it's really good. And the music's great. Uh, okay, so I have a little trivia here. Oh, I thought I did. Where is it? Okay. During the park scene, Principal Skinner attempts to sell Jimbo Jones into labor by yelling, Boy for sale! This is a reference to the musical number in the 1968 musical film Oliver, when Mr. Bumble sells Oliver to the undertaker, Mr. Sourberry, after failing to sell Oliver to a blacksmith and a chef. Yeah, it's a good movie. Mr. Bumble, that's his name. Uh, real good movie. Long as F. It is a long movie. I'd, I'd say it's probably two and a half hours, and it was in, from 1968. So we're talking about like a Titanic-type movie. <laughs> a Titanic-length movie. But it's good. Um, and then they're flying a kite, which what they do in Mary Poppins, they fly a kite. And Mr. Burns comes up and, you know, is totally mesmerized by the kite. And he makes him... And that we got a funny scene right here about with Mr. Burns. Oh, Sherry Bobbins, this is ever so much fun. With you, every day is Guy Fawkes Day. Bah, humbug. Oh, Mr. Burns, I think you'll find all life's problems just float away when you're flying a kite. Balderdash. This is the silliest load of poo. Look at it fly. <laughs> Look at me, Smithers. I feel practically super duper fragically What's this strange sensation in my chest? I think your heart's beating again. Ooh, that takes me back. God bless you, Sherry Bobbins. <laughs> I think your heart is beating again, sir. Hilarious. I don't think that's from anything from Mary Poppins. There is a scene where the dad is flying a kite, but, oh, I wonder if it's, you know what? I think there is a scene. There's an old man who runs the bank and he goes out there and fly, I'm pretty sure flies a kite. I mean, Mary Poppins is, you know, just like in this episode, Mary Poppins is the one who brings everybody together and makes everybody smile. It's just, you know, very Disney, Disney character. So, um, Marge is like talking about how great everything, the, the house is clean, the kids are, the kids are doing well, and her hair is so strong, it can support a beach umbrella. And this turns Homer on. So they go upstairs and Marge literally has an umbrella stuck in her hair. Hilarious. Uh, but you know, not all good things last. The Simpsons start to take advantage of Sherry Bobbins, and uh, in, in Mary Poppins, it's quite different. Um, basically, she's not needed anymore, but on you know, <laughs> let's just go off the show because it's it, it's uh, it takes a turn. <laughs> oh, and you may be wondering what Guy Fox Day is. I've always wondered that ever since I was a kid watching this episode. Guy Fawkes Day, also called Bonfire Night, British observance, celebrated on November 5th, commemorating the failure of the gunpowder plot of 1605. The gunpowder plot conspirators, led by Robert Catesby, were zealous Roman Catholics enraged at King James I 
for refusing to grant greater religious tolerance to Catholics. Okay. That's what that's about. <laughs> and it's spelled... And it's spelled... Uh, uh, Fox is F-A-W-K-E-S. Not F-O-X. I always thought it was F-O-X. Alrighty. So then we have another parody of a Mary Poppins song. Uh, called Stay Awake, which is a song I sing to Preston all the time. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful lullaby. Um, oh, wait, hold on. It's not Stay Awake. I'm sorry. It's up. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. My head right now. It's it's not Stay Awake. It's um, Feed the Birds. Feed the Birds Tuppence a Bag. So I will go ahead and play this, and then I'll play a sample of Feed the Birds, which you've probably heard before, but... Eh, it's okay. It's eight o'clock, children. Time for bed. But we're not sleepy. Sing us a song, Sherry Bobbins. Yes, sing us a song. I've been singing you songs all day. I'm not a bloody jukebox. Oh, all right. In front of a tavern, flat on his face, a booze hound named Bonnie is pleading his case. Buy me a beer, two bucks a glass. Come on, help me, I'm freezing my ass. Buy me brandy. A snifter of wine Who am I kidding? I'll drink turpentine Move it, you drunk Or I'll blast your rear end I found two bucks Then come in, my friend and so let us live on this heartwarming scene. Can I be a booze hound? Not till you're fifteen. Early each day to the steps of St. Paul's, the little Tuppence, tuppence, tuppence a bag 
feed the birds That's what she cries While overhead her birds fill the sky So the songs are kind of similar, pretty close. I mean, different, obviously, themes. But it's kind of funny because, and I just actually noticed this as I was watching this clip that I just played from Mary Poppins, but this is a homeless lady that that they're uh, they're talking about that there's that she's singing about she's a homeless lady that lives basically on the steps of St. Paul's Cathedral and the tuppence is obviously to feed the birds and this is a very important song in the movie because it's what convinces the kids to not put their money in the bank and feed the birds instead and Mr. Banks gets fired from his job because the kids like throw a big fit and uh, in The Simpsons it's Barney <laughs> and it's funny because they both have snow globes Sherry Bobbins and Mary Poppins are both looking at snow globes when they're singing the song Barney is uh, sitting outside Moe's when it's snowing and uh, he's just singing and I love I, I love how Barney has like a beautiful voice it always cracks me up uh, um, but it's kind of like the same kind of thing like and then I was also thinking as I watched the Simpsons clip like he's letting him come in because he has two bucks you can't get anything for two bucks anymore at a bar just wanted to point that out <laughs> might be able to get like a bag of chips but not a drink not a beer I don't think so unless it's like happy hour or something that's really cheap though uh, anyways, it's a beautiful song for Mary Poppins, and I love, 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 Can I Be a Booze Hound? Not till you're 15. And I love how he, like, stays on that eeeen. <laughs> Cracks me up. So every time I watch it, every time, and I've probably seen this episode 50 times, and every time I watch it, it always cracks me up at the, this part right here. Um, and... It's just, and it's funny because like in the original song, which I didn't play the whole song because of Disney, copyright, <laughs> you know, I didn't know to say any more there, but Bart, uh, none of the kids intervene with a song like it, like Bart does, which, so they, they do change it up a little bit. So then the time has come for Sherry Bobbins to leave because she says, my work here is done. And in Mary Poppins... Her work is done once the father realizes he needs a bit more time with his kids. Uh, but in this one, you know, the kids are fine. You know, Marge's hair is back. There's really no reason to stay. So she tries to leave. And um, it just, it just, it, like, it, it just, it's a shit show. <laughs> uh, Maggie sets the curtains on fire. Bart gets choked by Homer. Uh, which, you know, trademark thing from Simpsons now. And Marge is, like, is just like shuddering in a corner, losing her hair. And Cherry's like, I guess I'll stay. So this is when it starts getting, it starts taking a turn. Definitely turn for Mary Poppins. Little more. Little more. Little more. Too much. Take it back. Mm. Welcome back to Before They Were Famous. We all know Rainer Wolfcastle as the star of the blockbuster McBain movies, but here's his first appearance in a commercial in his native Austria. 
Mein Bratwurst has a first name, it's F-R-I-T-C. Mein Bratwurst has a second name, it's S-C-H-N-A-C-K-E-N-P-F-E-F-F-E-R-H-A-U-S-E-N. Jerry Bobbins, I want another beer. Well, you know, Homer, if there's a job that must be done, you'll find it's much more fun. You'll find it's even more fun if you get it for me. But the beer will taste more sweet if you get up off your seat. Lady, the man asked for a beer, not a song. Do read me for so. Now let's take a look at a young Charles Bronson's brief stint replacing Andy Griffith in The Andy Griffith Show. Where's Otis? He's not in his cell. I shot him. Well, that's... What? Now I'm going down to Emmett's Fix-It Shop to fix Emmett. <laughs> I love those parodies. Uh, well, I don't really know what the parody is. It's supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Rainer Wolfcastle. That's, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger character. But the freaking Andy Griffith show, that is funny. Charles Bronson as Andy Griffith. Oh, my God. Hilarious. I'm going down to Emmett's Fix-It Shop to fix Emmett. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, the Simpsons are basically... They're being so rude to her. Oh, my gosh. Like, she's literally, like, their slave now. And it's funny because she's like, she thinks everything can be solved with a song, which cracks me up because that's pretty much how, Mar there's a song like in a lot of scenes in Mary Poppins. It's like, there's a lot of songs in that movie, you know? Um, but this is kind of where it ventures away from Mary Poppins and becomes the Simpsons basically. Um, then we, then we have a scene where, um, Bart is literally, and I don't know why he's doing this, but he has like a box of cupcakes and he's literally just throwing them against the wall behind him. Like who wastes cupcakes like that? He's crazy. And, uh, you know, and Bart's rude to her in this clip too. And she's just, she's over it. Special guest director, Quentin Tarantino. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you And I'm wondering what it is I should do It's so hard to yeah. keep a smile from my face Cause I'm showing all over the place What I'm trying to say in this cartoon is that violence is everywhere in our society. You know, it's like even in breakfast cereals, man. So I had to put that scene in there because I am a huge Tarantino fan and I have a little trivia on this. So basically that Lisa's watching the Chin Scratchy show and Quentin Tarantino's the guest, the guest uh, director or whatever. But it says here, Quentin Tarantino declined to appear as himself. Why? The Simpsons was so hot back then. It's crazy why anybody would decline that. Anyways, Dan Castellaneta voiced him in the Reservoir Dogs parody. Well... I mean, I can't think of anything that Tarantino has. He hasn't been on Family Guy. He hasn't been on any other cartoons that I can think of. I get, He's a weird one. He's a, I, I mean, I love him, but he's a strange dude. Uh, anyways, Lisa just doesn't care anymore either. She's just like, whatever, I'm not going outside. I'm just going to stay, watch, t watch TV all day. And like, Lisa's usually the one who's like really nice about things. And she's just like, they're just, they're really taking advantage of Sherry Bobbins at this point. Like really bad. 
Sherry, you did the best you could, but you can't change this family. Neither can I. From now on, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride. But haven't I taught you people anything? Nope. 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 So you like it this way? Indubitably. Around the house, I never lift a finger. As a husband and father, I'm subpar. I'd rather drink a beer than win father of the year. I'm happy with things the way they are. I'm getting used to never getting noticed. I'm stuck here till I can steal a car. The house is still a mess and I'm going bald from stress. But we're happy just the way we are. They're not perfect, but the Lord says love thy neighbor. Got up, Flanders. Oakley, doakley, do. Don't think it's sour grapes, but you're all a bunch of eats. And so I must be leaving you. I feel a surge of deep satisfaction. Much as a king astride his noble steed. Thank you. When I return from daily strife to harp and wife, how pleasant is the life I lead. Dear, it's about the children. Yes, yes, yes. I run my home precisely on schedule. At 6.01, I march through my door. My slippers, sherry and pipe are due. At 6.02, consistent is the life I lead. On this, but I think uh, that is the song they're parroting from Mary Poppins. I'm pretty sure it has the same kind of tune, doesn't it? Uh, and kind of the same thing, like, oh, this is the life I lead. This is how you know we're happy, just the way we are. We are. Um, it's uh, so so in in Mary Poppins. <laughs> in Mary Poppins, she just you know, gets a, takes her umbrella out and just flies away, floats away, and everything is good. And oh, and, and at the end, of course, the father um, realizes he needs to spend more time with his kids and goes and flies a kite with them, which is a super sweet scene. Uh, but in The Simpsons, this might be one of the darkest things I've ever seen on this show. They are saying at the very end of that clip, She's flying up with her umbrella up into the sky. And Lisa says, do you think we'll ever see her again? And Homer says, I'm sure we will, honey. I'm sure we will. And as he's saying that, she gets hit by a jet and explodes. Like the jet. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even, dude. I, The first time I saw that, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's kind of hurt. I just, it's like, it's such a beautiful episode, and they just kill her at the end. It cracks me up all the time. But I mean, it's a cartoon, you know. Uh, that's the episode. I uh, I have a lot of clips in this one because I just wanted to, you know, some people may not have seen Mary Poppins. Um, it's a great movie. I will say it's not for everybody. It ha It's very long. It has a lot of long sequences of... Um, songs and the the cool thing is though it, it's um 
it wasn't the first, but it's one of the one of the first Disney movies that is um, live action and animated at the same time. Um, but I like it because I love the music in it. And there's of course there's some other songs they could have parodied, parodied you know. Um, in fact, I'm gonna play before I end this. I'm gonna play um, I, "We Love to Smoke," and then I'll play "I Love to Laugh," which is the parody of that. Well, which is yeah, which is the song they're parodying. We love to smoke <laughs> till our lungs turn gray. Love to smoke <laughs> seventeen packs a day. <laughs> we love to smoke <laughs> like a chim chimney. Although we'll croak <laughs> before two thousand and three. <laughs> I love to laugh <laughs> loud and long and clear. I love to laugh. <laughs> it's getting worse every year. <laughs> the more I laugh, <laughs> the more I fill with glee. <laughs> You're no help at all. The, glee. <laughs> the more I'm a merrier me. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> the more I'm a merrier me. <laughs> and if you recognize the voice of that's Uncle Albert in Mary Poppins, who's singing "I Love to Laugh," he is the voice of the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. He also did a whole bunch of other, whole bunch of other Disney movies, um, but. Yes, so that's the parody of that. I, I think that's probably best that they left it out because honestly, this episode is perfect the way it is. It really is perfect. It's just, I think people who don't like Mary Poppins probably are just like, eh, whatever. But it is funny, even if you don't like Mary Poppins because of the lyrics of the songs, you know? Uh, anyways, that's the episode. Um, I think that's, this is my first season eight episode, so I'll be doing more for sure. Um, let's see. Do I have anything I've watched? I started watching the new season of You. Don't recommend it. It's just weird. It's not... It's... It, I got a couple laughs out of it. Like, cause you know, you know, You is kind of like a dramedy, what do you even call it? It's like, there's some funny parts. Kind of like Dexter. It's kind of funny, but it's also very... I mean, it's about a serial killer, you know. Um, but I definitely... Maybe I need to give it a little more time. I've only seen the first... Like, three or four episodes. Um, when I first started this show, because it's in the fourth season now, I mean, I binged that in, like, a week. All three seasons in a week. So, I think there's only, like, ten episodes, though. But, um... I see I saw that oh my gosh what else did I see oh okay okay this has been a while so I haven't talked about this one there's a movie called uh, it's on I think it's on the Roku channel and it's called 
Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Really good movie. Uh, uh, the guy who plays Harry Potter, um, Daniel Radcliffe, plays Weird Al. It, you're gonna you're gonna watch that movie. You're gonna be like, huh? You know, like what am I watching? Because it's a, it's like a biopic, but it's very exaggerated biopic. Like, let me give you an example. This isn't gonna be a spoiler. They say in this movie that Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson stole "Eat It." The, the, the tune of Beat It from Weird Al from his Eat It song. So it's like the other way around, which was pretty funny. Um, there Everybody and their mom is in this movie. There's so many cameos. like um, And I'm like, oh, I know that person. Oh, it's that guy, you know. I highly recommend that one. It does get a little silly. Like you've got to like have a drink or something or <laughs> be stoned or something for this set, this movie. Because it's very, it kind of reminds me of that movie UHF, the one he was in. Um, then, um, I also watched, and this is just, I haven't, I've been behind on my Disney movies. I finally watched, um, uh, Tangled. That was a really good movie. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and I highly recommend that one if you haven't seen it. I'm, like I said, I'm way behind on movies. I swear I watched something else. That's about it, I guess. Hmm. I was, I've been really into, um, 90 day, what's called love in paradise, 90 day fiance Caribbean story. Um, they, there, there is a crazy cast of characters on that one. Uh, it's over now though. I don't know if it's going to have a third season, but they had two seasons. Um, and then the new 90 day fiance, the other way is really good. Another shit show, another cast of crazy characters. So I definitely recommend that too. But as far as like movies and things, I, I don't I haven't watched much TV. I've been very busy, but um, podcasts, I don't really have any recommendations today, but I'm sure I'll have something next time. Um, don't ask me when I'll be back with my next podcast because I just don't know. I just, whenever it strikes my fancy, I'll, I'll bust out the computer and do a podcast. Um, I was thinking I hadn't seen this episode in a while. I'm like, that'd be a really good one to do on my podcast. So that is uh, where we're at with that. Um, I'm going to try to do one once a month. I might do it more, but guys, it's just crazy. My job, and not only like do I work full time, but I also have to study for tests and stuff because it's almost like a school, and um, which I think I've talked about in this podcast before. It's almost like school. Like you have, you have biweekly tests and you really gotta, you got really gotta be on it, you know? And, uh, I'm still on my probation period, so really gotta concentrate on that. That's always going to come first after my family, of course, you know, but podcast is just a side hustle for me. And, um, but I, I do, I, you know, I came back cause I do miss it. So I'm definitely going to make an effort to to be back and I, I'll probably do another episode with Stefan pretty soon I don't know we were talking about some episodes I think it was a South Park we were talking about doing so um we will be coming out coming with coming at you with that soon <laughs> sorry guys it's it's late all right well everybody have a have it a beautiful Valentine's Day tomorrow it's such a stupid day I know it's such a stupid holiday but you know just 
have have a nice one, I guess. And um, I, I just usually just stay home, and my husband cooks for me, and uh, I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to go out to dinner. <laughs> it's just too crowded and too expensive, so forget that. Um, and we just had a big trip last week anyway, so we don't need to go anywhere. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. So I will see you guys next time, and uh, take care, and thanks for listening. Bye.